This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network, hosted by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out everything related to Batman and the entire Bat family at the BatmanUniverse.net, including news and original content related to comics, movies, television, merchandise, video games, and more. Also, check out some of the other unique podcasts that TBU has to offer. Consider supporting this podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Even $1 can go a long way in supporting this content that you enjoy. Look for a link over at thebatmanuniverse.net to offer your support now. And now, on with the show. In 2008, a podcast was created with one goal. To bring Bat fans around the world news related to movies, comics, video games, television, merchandise, and so much more. And now, the Batman Universe Podcast has returned. Podcast. I am Dustin, and uh, today we have a very unique episode for you. Um, this was going to be a news topic, or generally just a different type of uh, podcast outside of an interview, since we've done a lot of those recently. However, there was some news that uh, was announced this past week that uh, times perfectly with this interview, and we wanted to get this interview posted along with the news announcement. Um, that brings us to what we are discussing. So if you are unfamiliar with Webtoons, Webtoons is an app that uh, has unique comic strips. Last year they released a, the very first DC-related one with Batman Wayne Family Adventures. Um, it had multiple chapters. They are free and they are able to be read uh, weekly as they release. Now, um, this spring, it was announced that uh, the DC offerings would be expanded, and one of them is also part of the Batman universe with Red Hood Outlaws. And this new series features the creative team of Patrick Young, who is the writer and artist, Nico, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, Basukin, and they are the new creative team behind the new project that features Red Hood, Artemis, and Bizarro teaming up in unique stories and uh you know different different something different than you expect um so i'm going to throw it over to scott who's going to be interviewing the creative team behind the project and then when we come back i'll talk a little bit more about the new project with season two of batman wayne family adventures all right this is scott with the batman universe and today i am joined by two very special guests with me is writer patrick young and artist Nico Basquinan, um, the creative team behind DC's newest webtoon series, Red Hood Outlaws. If you haven't been reading them, first off, why not? Secondly, eight <laughs> episodes are out for free as of this recording on the webtoon app, with new episodes dropping every Monday. So to start things off, how are you guys? Patrick, hell, you, uh, it's been a blast here. It's been a blast since the release, so yeah. I'm having fun with these boys. <laughs> I, 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm great. I'm I'm enjoying uh, everyone's reactions to our series, and I'm I'm even more excited to take them on some real roller coaster shit here. So, so I don't know. If, sorry, swearing. It's okay. No worries. <laughs> um. So so you guys have gotten a lot of reaction so far. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, well, what kind of you don't mind me asking? Like, obviously, it sounds very positive, but do you have any highlights? Yeah, some some great and, and very kind DMs. And, yeah, the, the fans, the new fans uh, overall, uh, and been amazingly loving it. I don't know. But the, they love it so far. And I'm very excited to, to share the, the next episodes because... Um, people are, are being engaged with the with the first three that the, the after the release it's been a a, fire, a wildfire on on Twitter and <laughs> in, in fact in in TikTok <laughs> I don't know if you use it but uh, I I'm, I barely rarely use it I I'm. Uh, I'm seeing some videos uh, and, and new edits, and uh, another commun- community is taking over the place over TikTok. And yeah, I I don't have too much time to to share with with TikTok because it's very demanding and, and very I don't know, you know, <laughs> it's a vortex of time. So I I, I uninstalled TikTok, but uh, yeah, no. Between all the social media, it's been a, a great response. So I mean, these aren't I mean, clearly aren't new characters in the the DC universe. So you know, there's a lot of fans who these mean uh, a lot to, and these are it's a very uh, personal connection a lot of people have with these and so we've, we've been able to hear from a lot of fans who have um you know thanked us for the personal touches we've put on these characters and for uh you know bringing them back into the spotlight a little bit and uh i this has been a very personal we've nico and i have made this a very personal story for ourselves so hearing from anybody else that is uh, it's reaching them or that they're connecting with these characters um i mean that's that's all we want you know that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, TikTok. I um, am not. I, I have one, but I don't really use it. I think I'm too old to understand the framework of it. But but yeah, that's that's great to hear. I have seen some images, you know, shared and people commenting on it, and um, you know, that makes well, me some of the images I wish I hadn't seen. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah, I've seen I, anything yeah, too I, bad. Exactly. Mostly bizarre. <laughs> Some fun arts. <laughs> yeah. And then Nico's handed out a fair amount of boinks, so. <laughs> yeah, the people went crazy with the, the hardness and the, they they like the, the appearance of, of the trio. So, yeah, they they love it so far. So I'm very happy with this because, it, as Patrick said, that this is very personal. This is very personal. Yeah. <laughs> we we change a lot of the core of the characters. So this fresh take, I hope they they like where we are going. <laughs> that that's actually leads into the first question I had. I'm going to reword it from how I had it, but. You know, um, for people who don't know, the series stars Red Hood, Artemis, and Bizarro, who were famously a team in Red Hood and the Outlaws. Before Red Hood returned to Gotham and went solo, and he's now on Task Force Z, if I last remember right. Mm-hmm. 
over in the core books. Um, but this brings back that, you know, trio, that outlaws, you know, unit they were before. Um, does this series connect to Red Hood and the outlaws and or how much of a connection does it have or doesn't it? Patrick? I mean, in, in, ter- in, a, in, a, in a literal sense, there is no uh, canonical connection here. We're working. Uh, uh, we're pretty free and loose over here. Uh, we have free range to pick and choose from different timelines and create whatever we want. Um, so there, there's no technical connection between this team and what's happened in the past, but uh, we are doing our best to respect the things that people loved about uh, that original storyline and uh, pay service to it and use the best parts of it as we can and, Wow. Yeah, we took the best, the best, only the best. <laughs> I'm bringing to these new, these new, new, new teammates. It's good to hear. Um, I know you guys, you know, you're making this journey your own. You know, can you guys elaborate on what inspirations you know you're pulling from for this new series? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Nico. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. In my case, I. I read. I barely know before jumping the this project. Um, only the 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 basic and the most classical stories about uh, Jason. Uh, but Artemis, I uh, I didn't know her really really know her before. And Bizarro is is a classic too. So um, this is a very challenging um, trying to uh, reimagine from scratch uh, and and for, uh, for example for for Bizarro Bizarro is is always uh, in the in the previous one it's more like a frankenstein more like a, a very not not like a, a a clone for a real clone it's like a failure but i want to try to 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 push him more in a, in, in a low poly style but more um uh, likely likely um superman clarken so uh, and the face with the with the no iris and everything uh, he's the mvp right now <laughs> people love it but uh, he's he's very different from the other other bizarre ones i think this is Patrick has the the real ages, <laughs> the 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 old the 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 current. I don't know. Bizarro is is just born, and Artemis is you know is immortal. But Jason is, is in early young days too. So uh, for Jason, I I I, inspired, I took inspired in in my brother really. It's very like him with the haircut, the 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 I don't know how you call this cut, but the <laughs> their earrings and everything. And he's like he is very in character, like my brother. So this is like what it. I, he's been with my these characters have have um, shared with me all a great uh, part of my life. So I try to 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 put all in these pages and the panels. It's more like a family. I, I treat them like in the in the first episode is that's the core, the family, and we are 
telling this story. And for Artemis too, she's she's like my my wife. <laughs> I took inspired. She's redhead too, and I don't know. She, she my wife has a, a family with all women. They are all women. So I I knew this for for the first day. Uh, I I live in a in a in a Masonian family, <laughs> woman family takeover. So, yeah, that's my inspiration at least from the real life, not uh, from the comics. Uh, to be honest. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. That's that's great to hear, and I, I like that. You know, you know, inserting all those real things around you, and you know, it adds you know character and depth. You know, Patrick exactly. it looked like you were going to say something too. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh yeah, no, we're fine. Um, I mean, it's I, I saw this as a really cool opportunity because with uh, webtoon obviously comes with its very own specific type of audience, uh, not a typical uh, DC audience, and so we saw a cool opportunity to use a lot of more classical storylines and characters. Like obviously, uh, most people know by at this point we're uh, we are using you know the Justice League to a certain point, and Martian Manhunter plays a big part of the first in a couple of different arcs, but. Uh, with the webtoon format and its audience, uh, we, we've we've thrown in a, a dash of, you know, a little bit of anime inspiration, uh, a little bit more of the slice of life that you'd get from like uh, Cami Garcia and Gabriel Piccolo's Titans stuff. You know, I, I've thrown uh, a lot of Sailor Moon at <laughs> at Nico and a lot of cinematic references. He's he's a very cinematic artist, and uh, you know, we treat this very uh, very much like a like a movie or a TV show and. No, no, no. We try it like that because my man Patrick is a great filmmaker. So we <laughs> we use more than than those reference to to apply in a cinematic way. But the, yeah, no, I I love I, I don't know it's uh, Cowboy Bebop and and those kind of stories on the old nineties anime. It's very inspiring the nineties anime. <laughs> That's what yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and it's and and Nico. One of the first things we talked about, and he's done an amazing job with, is uh, the flow that uh, the webtoon format allows you uh, to do. Constantly moving down, constantly flowing into each other, and connecting panel to panel. Uh, one of the first things we look to is J.H. Uh, Williams III's art, especially his run on uh, on Batwoman, uh, and specifically the arc with Wonder Woman. Uh, it's just so intricate and connected and beautiful, and uh, that's something we've wanted to to really treat people with is that they're they're scrolling and not an inch is wasted. Yeah. yeah. No, and and I think that comes through. You know, from what I've you know I've read up to the the eight that are you know out there, um, but yeah, I think that really comes through, and it's it's such a you know fun read. Um, one of the questions I had about character relationships. Um, just out of care. Hold on. My cat's interrupting. <laughs> there we go. Um, is, uh, something that feels like it's running behind the scenes or, you know, beneath the plot, you know, is, is Red Hood and Artemis. You know, I know in like previous incarnations, there was a point where I believe Red Hood, uh, expressed that he had feelings and they had to part ways or something. Is that something you two are working toward? I mean, yeah, in the the original Outlaws run, I think uh, there may have been I think three kisses in there. Uh, they were definitely a thing, and I am definitely a a romantic. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come on webtoon and write something without a a little a little spark and spice in it. 
you know. Um, I'm also not going to say anything is going to last long or end happily, uh, but there there will be plenty uh, for all characters involved, romantic fun to be had. Yeah, drama is set is setting up. <laughs> <laughs> drama is about yeah, to it's, start. It's, it's, Yeah, it's too fun and messy. And like like Nico was saying, we these we're treating these characters a little younger than they were in the original Outlaws run. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I I'm way more interested in writing uh, unpolished, uh, a messier, unpolished Outlaws who are going to make uh, mistakes in both of their action and fighting and emotionally. Uh, these these are people who have a lot to learn, and we're going to watch them learn these lessons in a very hard way. Yeah, it's the beginning of the old laws for new canon. <laughs> oh, look, looking forward bringing to bringing a new new regions. Um, you know, I wanted to touch on the art too, just for a moment. You know, it's as I mentioned, you know, earlier is it's absolutely you know beautiful, and you know, it's oh, it's so you. fun to read, and just there's a lot of awe-worthy moments, you know, in there. You know, personal favorite of mine is in episode six. You know, it's I lovingly refer to the image as the Jurassic Park removing the sunglasses shot, you know, just because <laughs> it's because of the scope and yeah. scale. Um, Nico, exactly. what has, you know, been your favorite issue to draw so far? Oh, uh, my favorite episode is the the latest uh, Fast Past. Um, it's the most demanding one. We took about three and a, or maybe four weeks to to complete that because it was that episode is chaos. chaos. <laughs> you the from the first panel and the to the last one, episode eleven. Episode eleven is my favorite so far because I I don't know I am the in the fourteenth and fifteen episode right now mm. and yeah they love it. I love it. Those, but so far the, the episode eight is the pivotal one. It's very important for the storyline and the. I like the backgrounds the my team did. Sebastian uh, Francini, he's he's Chilean. He's, he's living in in, in United States, and he's been he's been great. And my boys and and the girls in the team has been crushing him. And the in the episode eight is the. I, I say the people tell episode because the art took off from there. <laughs> There's a new bar we said in the in the in that episode, and um, yeah, no, I, I I really like that because I I took all the liberties with that. Patrick knows is I we do it whatever we want to do. So um, we we put a lot of Easter eggs. <laughs> That's the most uh, with. Full with Easter eggs in the shots and the assets, props, suits. <laughs> you know, you will see. You will see. Yeah, well, I, I, I was, I was going to say those LexCorp briefcases didn't go unnoticed. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel those, like are, those are very graphical, but you have to pinch it out. But yeah, in this, in the the app, we, you don't see the, much of the zoom. But if you see the backgrounds and the, they are always Easter eggs. In, in it's the most fun part of this big job <laughs> is trying to to sneak a little bit uh, of our history and the the things the 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 team like the most. They bring their own ideas, 
I love it so far. So, uh, yeah, no, the the eleven get get ready for the eleven men. <laughs> That's the classes and the, oh, yeah, it's chaos. <laughs> I will almost say one thing that's been a lot of fun uh, working with the art team with is because this is uh, our own little world um, and it's sort of a working towards a fresher audience. Um, you know, we haven't had, we don't, we don't treat this like the Simpsons or like a, a cartoon show where the characters are wearing the same outfit every single time. Oh, uh, we, we yeah. get to throw them in a bunch of, a bunch of new different outfits every single episode if we want. Um, which has been a lot of fun because you know I, I I grew up getting all these different uh, you know '90s Batman action figures and every third one was Batman in a, a aquatic suit that's green and neon orange and like I never got to see that in the animated series and exactly, so my man. <laughs> we're gonna make a series where you're gonna get you know 15 different Red Hoods and Artemises and Bizarro's gonna wear a cowboy hat and we're just we're just having fun. That's that's fun, and I think I know those action figures you're talking about. I have a very clear image of uh, a Batman, same mold as all the other lines, but he's orange. Yeah. He's got like the black tiger stripes, and the same one was used for like a white, all white suit. Yeah, that's kind yep. of fun. Yep, yep. Um, do you have yeah. a favorite issue you've written? Uh, yeah. Um, you got a little bit to get there. A couple months away. Um. I, you know, you'll you'll get there eventually. Episode twenty three, it, it turns the head on kind of the whole series. Um, but I mean, I, I've enjoyed them all. You know, one of the one of the ways we've uh, really structured out the series uh, in terms of uh, cliffhangers is you you get to the the end of that panel and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then the panel one on the next series could completely flip it or or flash you back and take it another way. Where uh, I, I took a lot of, especially with these first uh, 10 to 15 issues, I took a lot of inspiration from one of my favorite TV shows, Lost, uh, where you get, you know, a solid little bit of uh, flashback background info uh, that ties in thematically with everything. And then a, you get a little bit more at the end that kind of twists and turns things. Um, so it's, it's been really fun playing with the characters and playing with the audience and, uh, uh, you know, those flashbacks have allowed us to to utilize, you know, classic Batman and Wonder Woman, Artemis and uh, Evil Bizarro. So uh, I'm well, I'm just having a blast. I'm, I'm not going to pick favorites because every single day has been an absolute dream. Yeah. Yeah. Every 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 episode my man writes, it's it's very challenging because um, a bunch of new scenes, new places took over. So. Uh, as my man say, Sorry. we love we love change. We we love change the the outfit, the the haircut. Maybe later, you know, you don't see. You will see the progress around all the episodes. Keep everybody on their toes too. Yeah. yeah, because real people don't always look the same. When yeah, this is the second skin. So yeah, it's communicate a, a lot of things of the characters too. It's good to hear to the kind of the I'll, I'll call it the lost connection, um, you know, with with exploring kind of the histories. Because I was going to ask about that because you know in the first episode, you know, we saw a really great bookend of you know at the top of the issue and the the bottom of it, you know, of, of Red Hood's background with Batman, and you know, I really liked kind of the emphasis. You know, Nico, you were saying earlier, you know, family, you know, it's part of a family, you know, the emphasis on that. 
and you know the contrast between his feeling you know part of a family with the outlaws and not necessarily having that same vibe with batman or you know maybe the bat family so it's it's yeah, good no, to hear more of that this is a little before of the Wayne adventure. So yeah, we, we are, we will get there. <laughs> people, people take two step backs to, to read our series. <laughs> they, they want to, they, uh, because the, the feedback they, they want to read and everything is like the, no, they, they want to the, the Jason Todd adult and with everything good. And no, no, when <laughs> we are bringing the, the original. <laughs> Um, one question I had, so we have Martian Manhunter, you know, you guys mentioned, you know, the Justice League's involved and it looks like, you know, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, in episode eight, there was a certain, appeared to be a certain DC arch villain, you know, has been revealed. Are there any, you know, surprise characters that readers can look forward to anything you guys can or want to reveal? Ton, tons of characters, millions of characters. You have no idea. <laughs> I wish I could talk about them all because uh, I'm I'm so excited for y'all to uh, y'all to see. Uh, you know, like I've I've said before, uh, we're working in our own timeline, and the sandbox is ours. We've had free range to use whoever we wanted to, and we have. Uh, but you know, like I said, half of the fun is is uh, is not knowing and the surprise and. I'm not going to ruin that for anybody, especially yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> there is a big appearance in the next issues, so you don't want to miss it. Then, <laughs> big names—that's only I can say. <laughs> and then something I wanted to touch on too that I I loved uh, a, a moment I really appreciated. There was that callback, uh, you know, speaking on Martian Manhunter, that callback of his love of chocos. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's up my man Patrick. He's he's doing that. You gotta have I, I miss that. You know, I, can I tell that? <laughs> I I totally miss because I don't know that the chocolate chocolate and the I draw another type of cookies. <laughs> what? Why? No, I'm, I'm later. It's, it, it's like uh it's kind of like crack for martians they just they just really love chocos so right? <laughs> yeah i didn't know it's, that and and i did another type of, of, of cookies. It, it was just one of the 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 humanistic elements we wanted to add uh in martian manhunter's flashback to, to fully understand that um i mean this is this is a a nice classic justice league member um and you know, it doesn't matter. The outlaws are going to do what the outlaws are going to do. It's a good way to put it. Sorry. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Sorry, I, didn't mean, I thought I interrupted. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I mean, I, all, all I wanted to say is, you know, again, we are using Martian and all these other different characters, but it's all in service of uh, of what we want to do with, with Red Hood and the outlaws. Um, you know, we have a very specific arc and story one we want to tell with them. And uh, we're not just using anybody willy-nilly. Everyone serves a purpose. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> we use everything. <laughs> if we put it, we will use it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not randomly. <laughs> I'm going to hop over for a minute to a couple of questions that aren't Red Hood or Outlaw related. But okay. I saw, Nico, you're a big coffee lover. 
Oh, so I wanted to ask you about that. Actually, last episode, we or last week, I just had um, Coffee and Capes on who fuse roasts with comic or make comic themed roasts, and they also sell comics and their subscription with their coffee. But do you mind if I ask you, um, you know, what your choice of coffee is? And do you have a favorite brew process with it? No, I, I use the 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 traditional um, like the Italian. I don't know how to is is the, that the correct translation? But the the you put in the in the stove. Um, um I, I love uh, by in, in grains and from coffee roasters from here in Chile that import from. Ethiopia or Bolivia or Colombia and always changing because they they buy in to their artisans and and farmers in local local farmers and they bring it and roaster here so I only I only drink not instant instant coffee I don't like it of or their, I don't know, the the Starbucks coffee. That's not good. Not really the the true coffee. I I I love the true coffee. The the most um, primal coffee. Um, I I'm I'm really a nerd with that. And uh, it's like you you pass one threshold <laughs> and you never came back to to taste uh, whatever. Wh- where's where's this uh, grain? came from no no that's that's not the 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 days and the roasters and the coffee roasters but no i love the the coffee it's my it's my oil it's my petroleum here (laughs) it's like um i love the the taste more of the caffeine caffeine doesn't make anything (laughs) in my blood is only caffeine right now (laughs) but yeah no it's like i took not not too many the um, cup of tea, of coffee a day, but yeah, definitely four or five <laughs> at least <laughs> during so, all the day. That's one of the morning, one after after lunch, and yeah, but that's... no, I I love coffee. I I love the the, the process and everything. You know the, but no, I I drink a lot of uh, in in the Italian Italian coffee machine. That's not, yeah, I'd say that sounds like a good number. I think I'm a, a four to five cup a day person myself. So. Yeah, <laughs> because when it, this is more concentrate, so it's it's more, it's more, you know, yeah. <laughs> you wake up more. So I don't need to drink a lot um, too many. And but coffee, it's, it's my, it's my, it's my prime addiction. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to have. Um, Patrick, you have a few horror films credited to your name. Tell us a little bit about your horror background. <laughs> uh, I mean, I grew up, uh, my entry into storytelling was through my family. Uh, my mom, a huge horror movie fan. Yeah, I grew up watching Jaws and Poltergeist and Amityville Horror. Uh, but my big jump into things was, uh, uh, through my grandmother, I, I was in third or fourth grade, and I saw her pacing around the living room, uh, and she throws down a book onto the table, and she's like, you know what, I can't read it, it's too scary, and I was like, why, why is it too scary, and she's like, there's some moving bushes, I don't know, I'm just not going to finish this book, 
Um, I was like, well, that doesn't sound that scary. I'll read it. And it was uh, Stephen King's The Shining book. Um, I devoured it. I loved it. And I've been uh, addicted to Stephen King and horror ever since. Um, and so when I went to I went to school for screenwriting to write movies um, and coming out of college, uh, you know, the first thing my friends and I did is that you know, we got 20 of us or so together and we, we made a horror movie. Uh, it's called Bastard. It's a real throwback 80s slasher, heads chopped off, spines ripped out kind of thing. Uh, you know, we had an absolute blast and, uh, some of the, you know, got a small theater thing and that got me really involved in the horror community. And those are my people. I love it. And, uh, you know, I, I've done my best to, to insert little bits and pieces of horror in here when I can. Uh, I know Nico loves drawing, uh, you know, some scary, spooky skeletons. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah. every chance, every chance we get, we, we throw a little bit at you. It's awesome. Um, with Halloween around the corner, do you have any upcoming horror picks you're looking to or looking forward upcoming, to? Um, looking forward to, I mean, it is, it is, it has been a great year for horror. Uh, in my opinion, I'm, I most recently, if you haven't seen it, Barbarian came out, which don't, oh. don't watch the trailer. Don't look it up. Just go and do it. It's, it's crazy and wild and, uh, every, everything I want out of a theater experience, um, also reading right now, uh, Junji Ito's new collection of horror stuff. Uh, I think it's called Lim- Liminal Zones. That's that's been an absolute blast. Um, and there's 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 always good horror stuff out there. Um, I it's I'm finally getting to uh, uh, the collection of uh, the Autumnal, which is a, a great fall horror read. If if no one's ever no one's uh, if you haven't read that yet, um, Pearl. In 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 uh, in theaters right now, great great really weird Wizard of Oz type horror movie with a great performance and uh, some really visceral kills. So uh, it's, it's a great time real? to be a horror level. Pearl is a prequel. It's before or, X. Yeah, yeah. It's a prequel of X. Yeah, and then oh, next yeah. year we'll I, get the, I have the to sequel. see X and Barbarian. I have to see that. Oh, I, I I loved X. I, I loved X very very much. Okay, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> that's a good one. I just watched it for the first time maybe a month ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. In preparation. And Pearl just got uh, Martin Scorsese's stamp of approval, so all the internet nerds are probably mulling that over. <laughs> <laughs> no, here, here in Chile, Barbarian just released last week. So if I have two days more, <laughs> and those kind of movies, indie movies, and horror. Two weeks here, always. <laughs> so you don't have Aww. too many, too many space to to go to movie. Um, uh, yeah, Barbarian. I'm going to see it, man. If my man recommended. I have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned like you know a couple books there. You know, last question, not necessarily horror related, um, but. What are some of your guys, both of yours, what are your, some of your favorite comic reads, you know, and, and to that end, to kind of qualify it, you know, do you guys, are there any particular Batman stories you love, as well as, you know, anything on the Webtoon app that listeners should definitely check out? I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I grew up reading these comics. I grew up reading Spawn, Dick Tracy, Batman, the whole breadth of things. You know, I don't, I don't stick to just one genre. I'll read everything from from Scott Pilgrim to, to Junji Ito, and I mean, there are a million and a half 
great Batman stories. Um, I, I more recent stuff. I love uh, uh, jo- new, Jock's new uh, story. They just got a really nice hardcover. I think it is. Nico, do you know what Jock's story yeah, was called? The, it's the one one the long night. day, one long night. One it's long day. Yeah. No, Jock yeah. is yeah. amazing. He's a Mondo yeah. artist. I know him in Mondo, and later I know that he's has some cool cool books. So yeah, no, I I didn't read full the. I just saw it and read it <laughs> every every dialogue. I don't have the time, but I just look over. But yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. But I love has Patrick. I read everything. I read comedy, uh, horror. I love. I love. Um, steal from everything. <laughs> I love take the, the good shots and that's good. I, this is going to serve me. I use it more like that. I I I I I don't have too many hours today. I I I have to to a little space in the day to for me and. That's I don't know one hour one half half an hour. <laughs> so what we can do with this little time? So every day I pick one comic or one chapter of one series. But yeah, I don't have too much time to to read the <laughs> Like for one year working this, it's very demanding in in with my eyes. So that's the problem. I listen to a lot of books on. I'm I'm listening. I'm um, re reading audiobooks <laughs> like the Sandman one. I, I mm-hmm. but yeah, I love everything. Now I'm I'm doing I'm working with this. Let me. I'm taking reading a classic <laughs> from yeah Elin Cal from Jodorowsky and Moebius. I'm. Yeah, this is my curling. It, it's a, I, I have that same repassing collection. I love, I love it so much. Yeah, I, uh, I'm repassing this masterpiece for the new chapters. And yeah, my, my rabbit, <laughs> they love it too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I I'm, I love a, a lot of Batman ones. I love the, the black and white ones. And my currently, uh, my favorite artist is from Italy. It's Matteo Scalera, and he's doing one bad day, I think. I don't know if he's, he's out, uh, but uh, the reviews are um, incredible. Uh, that that uh, I want to read right now <laughs> in the next weeks. But, it's, yeah. it's hard to keep up right now because there's, there's like nine Batman titles. Oh, it's uh, amazing. Every, it, 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 it's insane. <laughs> I, 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 go to, I, I go to my local... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like got a legacy comic. Series. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's too much. I, I I I go each week and I just grab five or six of what I want, and you know I'm I'm really enjoy. I really really loved uh, in this past year. Human Target was amazing. Oh, uh, Human you know, Target! I just overall that that comic book is insane. Savage is so wow. good. It's incredible. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's very illustrated, so mm-hmm. that's that's my cup of tea with the more illustrated one. The comic, yeah. the classical comics, or more more than anime or chibi style and the new anime style. That's the plain one. I don't really like it. I 
I just I because I don't have too much time. But yeah, we have to choose. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check out that one you pulled out, Nico, because I like when you're flipping through it, the pages look really. The Inkle, so, Inkle is, yeah. it's a classical masterpiece. It's yeah, insane. Well, I'm behind the times on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is like a, a, the Age of Stone is this is insane. It is the Hodorowsky. It's a um, it's a very popular Chilean artist <laughs> around the world. But you can start like this. It, this is it's the fifth element basically. Huh. It's a good. He did the fifth element before that. Um, yeah, no, this is uh, an adult, an adult one, but no, it's insane. This is this is too much. Before we uh, close here, where can our listeners find you guys across the internet? Nicolas Cunyan, you Google it or N Baskunen without the Enye, <laughs> because we don't we don't took our internet and the keyboards <laughs> yet. But N Baskunen, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I'm most active on Twitter, and you can find me at Just Young Enough or Patrick R. Young on Twitter. Yeah, we use more Instagram and, and Twitter, but I'm going to use more TikTok because the, this is wild. I, I just <laughs> um, signing one once in a week for TikTok, and it's, it's an explosion of notifications <laughs> and interactions because the the kids nowadays they can uh, respond you with an out with a video in a comment so this is wild <laughs> yeah tiktok and everything awesome um i want to thank both of you for coming on and and spending some time and you know i know you guys have other things to be have you other things you could be doing so i appreciate it you know and and for everyone listening check out red hood outlaws on uh webtoon and uh, yeah, thanks again. And you've been listening to the Batman Universe podcast. All right. And with that, that was another great interview that Scott did with the creative team behind Red Hood Outlaws, the Webtoons uh, comic. Uh, you can find links for the Webtoon comic over on the website and in the episode description. Um, wherever you're listening to this, you can also find links to Patrick Young's and Nico's Twitter accounts. They will also be in the description. New episodes of Red Hood Outlaws for Webtoons release every Sunday. Um, they release on a weekly basis, and you can find the first uh, good chunk of episodes. At this point, they've already released up uh, nine episodes, and they'll be releasing ten right around the corner from this podcast releasing. So you can look forward to a lot more Red Hood in Red Hood Outlaws over at Webtoon. So that brings us to the news of the week, which was just a couple of days ago. It was revealed by Webtoons that Batman Wayne Family Adventures will be returning for season two. Um, now, while you're listening to this, the actual new episode, the new season with new episodes has actually started to b begin to drop because the first episodes have released on September 28th. So you can check those out. We will have links to those as well in the ep in the episode description. And uh, we are looking forward to uh, talking with Webtoon and their creators behind some of these awesome projects in the future. With all that being said, that is everything for this episode. Uh, I do want to remind you that uh, 
You can find all kinds of content related to movies, television, video games, comics, merchandise, and everything else related to the Bat fandom over at thebatmanuniverse.net. We also have lots of other podcasts for you guys to check out. Um, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Discord, um, Instagram. You can find us all over the place. Our social links can be found at the top of the page over at thebatmanuniverse.net. If you are interested in supporting us, uh, be sure to check our support TBU page. There's all kinds of details there on how you can support us and keep these podcasts from continuing to come out in the future. With all that being said, thank you so much to the creative team behind Red Hood Outlaws over on Webtoon, as well as Scott for taking the time to do the interview. And uh, for everybody here at TBU, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.